Well, hello, friends. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining today. Have you ever thought that the simple idea of having success in reaching a goal is just a matter of your own willpower and level of commitment and that some people are just better at it than others? Well, that's not the case. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to That Was Then, This Is You, where women in midlife share stories, build confidence, and upgrade their style. Here's today's episode. I love this topic today. I love talking about the idea that some people think they just don't have willpower and other people do. Like, I don't have it but so-and-so has it. I just never have been able to stick to anything and they seem to be able to do that with ease. Well, that's not the case. We can actually create habits, which in turn we can attain a goal, which in turn will translate into, I have the willpower to do it. So the reason this happens and the reason why some people think that they don't have it is because they make gigantic proclamations and expect to be able to turn on a dime and wake up Monday and start these giant projects on their self-improvement, let's say. So if I say starting next week on Monday, I am working toward my goal of losing 20 pounds. So starting Monday, I'm cutting out sugar and I'm going to walk for an hour in the morning. I'll have to get up an hour earlier because I really wanna make sure I get this in. And then I will do a short uh, weight training on three days uh, during the week, but I'm gonna walk every day, uh, sugar, boom, right away, cutting it out. That's not gonna work. And let's go through those reasons, right? First of all, it is too much all at once. Second of all, just the sugar thing alone needs to be broken down and spread out over several days. We have to think of this goal that we want to achieve as something that's going to take a process to accomplish. We can't just say I'm setting this goal and I have to just tighten my belt. I have to get, you know, buckle in and just really decide that that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to hit it hard, commit, head down and just do it. So that is what leads to failure, which leads to us not being able to have success at any of the goals that we set. And then we decide that we are a person that doesn't have willpower. And that's really a terrible thing to think of ourselves and then go on and continue to repeat it to ourselves throughout our whole life. So let's just take that example of, I wanna lose 20 pounds in the next couple months, three months, let's say. And so I'm thinking that I'm going to just start Monday and I'm gonna cut out sugar, okay? Well. A lot of things are going to happen when you cut out sugar. It's just like when you cut out caffeine, right? It's physically, physiologically, it's going to be a struggle. You're going to probably get a headache. You're not going to like it. You're going to be crabby because you likely will have that headache. And you are going to be craving 
in an insane way sugar and that's going to make you not a very pleasant person to be around because you're trying to do it all in one day like boom cut it out it won't it won't work and it won't prove to be successful so think about let's say you just did for one week you decided that you drink coffee with sugar and you're going to taper off on the sugar so one day you're gonna do a little bit less of your stevia or whatever that you do right and then you're going to do that for a few days and then you're going to get to where you don't need any at all now that could take some people a week it could take two weeks but what is happening is that you are gradually getting your body used to it and so you won't have that body slam of these symptoms that your body just cannot reconcile by doing it cold turkey so you are gradually cutting out the sugar so next thing is okay that doesn't mean that i'm still going to start my walk on monday and then come in and work out and get up an hour earlier those are all additional steps that are part of a process so if you're having a hard time let's say getting outside or getting on the treadmill in the morning you need a cue because if you have a cue, then you will create the next habit and they will be connected. So let's say that you've had your coffee, you're used to having it now without sugar. When you have your second cup, you have to put your tennis shoes on and you're just gonna put your tennis shoes on and you're gonna walk around the house because you're trying to create a habit of when your second cup of coffee is done, your second cup of black coffee, you're gonna put your tennis shoes on. And that's just going to be something that you do. Okay, so it seems silly, but you're gonna have your tennis shoes on. And then, okay, there, you know how you feel a little bit different when you put your tennis shoes on? I do, I just feel like, oh, I'm an athlete now. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but just stay with me here. So you put your tennies on and your tennies are sending a signal to you that a workout can happen. So I've had my second cup of coffee. I've got my tennis shoes on. My mind might be dabbling in the idea that a workout can happen, okay? Let's do that for a few days. And then decide like, okay, it's nice out. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna do a, do a short walk because today I'm feeling like it. I already have had my coffee, my tennies are on, why not? Or my tennies are on, I'm gonna just hop on this treadmill. All right, I don't have a lot of time. I didn't get up earlier yet. I haven't set that routine yet. Uh, so I just can do a few minutes, that's okay. And now let that set in as a habit, right? Let the coffee be connected to the tennis shoe idea and then let that be a signal that, okay, well, I can do something even if it's just for a short time. So now if you do it that way, you're not impacting your day. You're not disrupting the whole schedule for the rest of the day. You're just creating this new little circuit of steps that are going to get you to the goal that you really actually want. Now the goal is sweet. And we know the goal is sweet. 20 pounds lighter, 
going to be able to wear shorts, feel more confident in my clothes, just feel better in general, less heartburn. I know for me, like when I'm over 20 pounds overweight, like I have terrible heartburn. I'm 20 pounds overweight right now. And I have heartburn. And that's just like one thing I'd love to never have. But there's another whole set of benefits, right? I see the benefit. I am an adult. I can delay gratification, but I have to be realistic. So now you're doing the coffee, you have the shoes, you're doing a short walk, but you haven't really disrupted your schedule yet. Now, once that becomes something that you like and it's not difficult, you might think about, well, maybe if I got up a little bit earlier, if I had just tried to set my alarm for a little bit earlier, maybe I could make that a routine too, part of the routine. It doesn't have to be an hour earlier like you might have thought in the beginning because you're being unreasonable and trying to set these gigantic, insurmountable goals. Maybe it's 15 minutes. So, and maybe that 15 minutes then turns into 30 and then turns into an hour, but let's spread that out over a series of weeks too because that could take time. So additional 15 minutes early, the black coffee, the tennis go on, and now suddenly you're looking at the time and you're like, well, now I have 30 minutes until I would have normally, whatever, fill in the blank, started my work or hopped in the shower or whatever that time is. Do that for a series of days. Before you know it, you will have a new routine that is so supporting your goal and you had none of those negative physiological feelings, those emotional changes of deprivation that you feel when you cut out sugar or, you know, do something gigantic like that. You feel physiologically different, right? And then you're emotionally different. You're drained, you're crabby right? It's a lot to ask of your body to just flip a switch and cut out a major food group like the next day. You just can't do that or something that you're used to. I'm not saying sugar's a food group, but it kind of is. Like if you are saying, I want to cut carbs starting tomorrow, that's a lot. And not very many people can do that, friend. And if they can there are going to be consequences and maybe they're willing to maybe they're willing to suffer those consequences because maybe they don't live with anybody that they're going to be a crab to maybe they can take excedrin and knock the headache out i don't know but i don't want to feel any of that stuff i want to keep the positive goal in mind right the payoff which is what we can do as adults that any adult can do is delay the gratification, the payoff. I can do that if I know that it's not going to cause me some kind of pain along the way to make these little changes so that I can get there. So it is all about whatever you connect to the next thing that you're going to do as part of your new habits that is the key setting those cues and being very deliberate about how this plays out 
I don't know if you guys remember uh, an experiment that was done back in the 70s with little kids um, and the marshmallow. So I'm going to tell you real quick. So they did an experiment. They put little kids in a room one at a time and they said, um, I'm going to put this marshmallow here, but I have to leave the room for a minute. And if you wait until I come back to eat the marshmallow, then I'll give you two. Right. So they did this experiment and there were a series of kids that ate it the second the person walked out the door. There were another set of kids that were able to wait for a while, but then they eventually ate it. And the final set of kids is, those are the ones that you can see, you know, they were watching, they're, they're fidgeting, they're sitting on their hands, they're kicking their feet, you know, they're trying really hard and they're able to make it happen. And so it wasn't that they discovered that a person was born with that ability, but it was more so that they discovered that the older kids were able to delay gratification. And then that became the focus that as we get older, we can, we can look at the payoff, right? Those kids that were older could look at that payoff and go, well, if I wait, if I can hold my shit together, I can have two and two's better than one. And this isn't so hard to sit here, right? So we can all do it. We can all do it as adults. It is a skill and it is something that works 100% of the time if we give ourselves the actual fighting chance. In other words, it didn't take a lot for those older kids to sit there and do it. Like I said, it wasn't painful to sit there. They were able to do it. Now, in our example, the things that we need to do sometimes to attain the beautiful goal the two marshmallows, um, they take some drastic measures. And especially in midlife, when you're talking about losing 20 pounds, right? Our body is working against us. Our metabolism is slowing down. Um, just a lot of things. A lot of things are working against us. The decrease of estrogen, like fat, fat depositing in different ways, the fat distribution in your body when you uh, go into menopause, that's a fact. And so you look at your body, it's very different. And so you're so frustrated that one day you just make this giant statement that you're going to start all of these things. Now, I can speak to this. I have done so many different things because after, after my um, hysterectomy, like I just instantly gained 30 pounds. I mean... And when I say instantly, it was within weeks. It was crazy. It was just insane. And I was like, okay, this is going to balance out. And it really never did. And it has become, and that was like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it's become something that has really kind of messed with my head. Because I have tried a lot of things and they've all been pretty extreme. And... What I've learned from that is that those little steps, those things that I've tried, whether it be um, a certain medication that really wasn't great for me, but I was like, well, this will give me results faster, um, or I'm just gonna flip and do keto, 
you know, I'm just going to start tomorrow. That Those things are hard to do and you, me, fail. Like you'll likely fail because it's a lot. And the, and the mind and the body, they don't, it doesn't make sense to us to just make a change like that. Because again, we have an emotional feeling about it. We're being deprived. We can't have sugar. I'm suffering. This is hard. I work out, if I start today and I do it every single day, I'm sore for two days. That's not a great payoff. And so what makes you think that you're gonna stick to it just by making the goal big and making the step one step. Like tomorrow, I'm gonna start that. It just won't happen, friend. And it took me a long time to really connect these dots. I, for a long time, thought that I was that person that had no willpower, that I just couldn't stick to it. But the problem is, is that willpower can grow. It's like a muscle. It can grow, but it can also get worn out and then be burned out and depleted. The reason, the way, I'm sorry, that your willpower gets burned out, your tank gets empty, is because you've had a few failures and you know that you've done so many things right, tried so many different things, and they've failed and you haven't had success. And so, what is the message there? The message is, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. I don't have the willpower to do this. I guess this isn't going to happen for me. But people that actually have success and seem to have amazing like willpower to do things, it's directly correlated to the way that they set themselves up for success and they can recharge while they're doing it. So it's not a big, I'm gonna give up sugar tomorrow, it's I'm gonna cut back on sugar starting tomorrow in my coffee. That means the rest of the day I'm gonna watch, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat myself up if I'm not successful, because today or this week or the, the next two weeks, I'm just working on getting it out of my coffee. So that's attainable because you know why? It takes as long as it takes. And then once you have that little success that you've been able to do it for a week, then you can go to the next step. When you feel good about the coffee and the sugar and you start with the putting the shoes on, now you have a, a pattern that you're starting. And putting the shoes on doesn't hurt, right? And there's nothing tied to those shoes except you're putting them on and maybe you'll go walk. And you're gonna give yourself a little bit of time to have that awesome feeling of having tennis shoes on, knowing that you just cut out sugar in your coffee and you had your two cups and what the hell, maybe you'll go walk. So people do fill up their willpower tank. They build that muscle because what they do to accomplish the goal is forgiving. It's forgiving. It doesn't make it unrealistic. It says, here is what we're gonna try for today. And hopefully we'll have success at it. And if we don't, we're gonna try again tomorrow. 
And at some point, you're going to have success at it because you're not you're not putting that negative feeling in there. And so anything I can check off my list, like, boom, I got it. I got the sugar out of my coffee completely. I'm good. What's the next thing I can do? What is it that I do at other meal times? Do I have a soda every day? Do I not drink enough water? I'm going to do one additional thing now that I know is a really positive habit to get me to that 20 pounds, 30 pounds that I want to lose, but I'm not going to make it painful. I'm not going to make it so that I feel bad, that I'm a crab ass because I do it, or I'm going to be sore, you know, not going to have a headache. I I don't want to be sore. I'm going to make it so that I have a chance to succeed. And you'll just continue to do those steps. When you think about being able to control the cues so that you can reach the goal, it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And it also kind of tracks with the idea that why haven't I been successful before? Because your mind doesn't let you just make these massive, unrealistic leaps It has to connect it to something. And if the only thing you have is that Monday, I'm going to eat keto and I'm not going to eat sugar, and your body's going through all these changes and you're thinking these thoughts and you're feeling a certain way, and then you're going to burn out your muscles because you're going to try to work too hard. Well, that doesn't make sense to us. In our minds, in order for us to get into autopilot mode with something, The reward has to be pleasant. It has to feel good to us. And it also can't be really uh, painful to get there. So if you're the kind of person that wakes up, boom, feet on the floor, straight to the bathroom, and then brush your teeth, right? You probably do it without thinking, oh, I got to brush my teeth now. There's so much more I could do in this two minutes. You don't even think about it because the payoff is good, right? You come out of there with a minty, fresh mouth. And it wasn't that hard. It didn't really hurt me in any way. And then when I was done, I had this great result. These little habits that you can create by having certain cues lead to the next thing will actually guarantee success and make it also something that becomes second nature, and a habit, and then you'll get to the positive reward. So I'm definitely working on doing this in more areas of my life because I do think that we label ourselves, especially as women, we have all these labels, and when we don't succeed at a thing, whatever that thing is, a few times, we just label ourselves as incapable of doing it. Because we figure like, well, I'm already in my 50s. And if I haven't been able to do it now, I'm sure as hell not going to start now and be able to do it. That's not the case, friend. That's not the case. You've just put a label on something that you really didn't give yourself an actual fighting chance to do. Because you were working against how your mind and body really wants to work naturally. So habits 
can be changed, can be created. Bad ones can be dumped. Absolutely. But always think of when I'm setting this goal, I have to set a roadmap. I have to decide what are all the little tiny steps that I need to take so that I don't feel pain or some kind of negative result from it. Because as soon as I feel pain or negative result from it, I know that it's not going to last. Of course, it's not going to last. We don't touch a hot pan more than one time, right? We get it. We're like, oh, that hurt. I'm not going to do that again. So whenever we try different things and we fail, we're just like eventually we're like, well, I am going to stop trying because all I do is fail. Well, that's really unfair. It's unfair to you to think that this habit, this new, this goal is going to be reached um, without any kind of plan. So successful people, those kids that actually were able to um, delay gratification, so they were the little bit older kids that were able to do that, they followed those kids throughout life. And when you get older and you're able to do that, you're actually a more statistically successful person because we all know that, right? We all know that all the bad things that people do as adults are usually because we need to feel something now. We need gratification right now. So I need to go shop right now because I'm sad right now. It doesn't feel great to save this money because I really want that thing. And I think that that thing is going to make me feel better than me waiting. But if you can start to change your mindset that being an adult means that you have the capability, the capacity to look at a goal that is going to be pleasing and set the proper steps and, and make it actually happen. So just because you've had past failures, don't beat yourself up and don't put a label on yourself that you are a person that doesn't have willpower. You have it. Everybody has it. You may have drained that tank dry because when you go hard, too hard, you become a person that then has to swing the pendulum really hard the other way because you felt so deprived or so in pain or whatever that now you're going to do the exact opposite thing because you're like screw that that was difficult now i'm going to reward myself in this insane impractical way so you can do it willpower is something that can be part of your label that you have for yourself you are a person that has willpower and the reason you have it is because you're able to think of your goal and think of it in a glorious, wonderful way. And you're going to set steps in place that are attainable, set the bar very, very low. As you go on, you can set it higher, but you need little wins. That's why when you pay debt, you pay those little those little bills off first, like Dave Ramsey says, like you pay those little things off first. Why? Because as humans, we need to feel that something succeeded. And it actually works because 
it feels really great to check something off your list or to see a zero balance on something, even if it was a $20 bill, a $20 credit card bill. Boom, you can scratch that one off your list down to the next one, right? And it gives you this energy to continue to move forward. So those little wins, as much as it's kind of like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to set a goal that instead of um, a full packet of stevia, I use three quarters of a pack. Well, of course I can do that. Okay, well, maybe you can. But again, we're trying to go for maximum success, which means make it reasonable. If the very first step you take is, isn't, it doesn't suck too bad, you'll be able to do it. You'll be able to continue. But if it sucks in a way that you're like, ugh, that was too, I can't, I need sugar in there. Then you, you went too far. So that's why I say like set the bar really, really low and you can do it. And I'm sure that if you just try this with one goal that you're setting and just put a roadmap for yourself that's fair and reasonable, I think you'll be able to reach the goals. And I want you to think of yourself as a person that has tremendous willpower. You are strong and capable. You're an adult that can delay gratification. And you know that you need to give yourself every chance to succeed. So you can do it. This topic right here, we are going to talk about it more in the Minted Midlife Membership. So one of the modules for one of the months is going to be completely around the mindset of habits and willpower and making change. And there's so much wonderful science and we're gonna have worksheets around it and you're gonna learn a ton. And I'm hoping that this is just one of the ways that you can look at your midlife journey and be like, I can make any freaking change that I want because I literally have the key to unlock it. And I love that we're gonna be doing that in the group so that we can support each other and really feel like, okay, this, this is the reason that I feel the way I do and other people feel this way too and we're gonna get through this shit together, right? So hope you enjoyed this episode today, my friends. That is a wrap and have a great day and I will see you next time.